0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reineck. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So there's a change in the narrative, and you might not even be aware that it's going on. So yes, the large caps are having a phenomenal year, especially large cap growth, as we know, like the FANGs. But since about August of this year, the small caps have suddenly come alive. And over the last three months, The small caps are up about 11%, uh, believe it or not, if you haven't been paying attention. But the S&P 500 is up only 7.5% in that time period. Both are still good, but you can see that the small caps have started to outperform the S&P 500. For the year, however, the S&P still dominates. It's up about 16%, a little over 16%, and the small caps are up 12.7%. And And that's because the small caps were weak in the first half of the year, as I've talked about many times on this show. Small caps have been underperforming, but now they appear to be on fire. So what about the small cap value, which I've also talked about quite a bit? Small cap growth had been crushing small cap value pretty much most of the year. But as I've said in the past on the show, small cap value has historically, at least just not right now, but historically outperformed all of their market types, even things like large cap growth. And why is that? That's because you're buying those earnings and you're getting them really cheap. So small caps tend to be Faster growing type of companies because they're small. They have an ability to hit that double digit growth level. And if you're getting small cap value, you're getting it cheap. Plus, it's got a growth component. So it pays to buy those earnings on sale, basically. And that's why historically they've always outperformed. But over, as I've said, this year, obviously, and the last couple of years, they have not. But I decided to take a look at what small cap value is doing right now versus the small cap growth because we've seen this big surge in the small caps in general. So I took a look at the iShares Russell 2000 growth and value ETFs and those tickers are for the growth, it's IWO and for the value, it's IWN not to be confused with the overall iShares Russell Index, which is IWM as in Mary. So IWN as in Nancy is the value. And the value ETF is up 6% year to date. That doesn't sound too good when you know what the overall markets are doing. And the growth is up 20.5. So you can see us value investors, we're still down in the dumps a bit. We're still coming in. In last right now, and I also took a look at the Vanguard ETF funds, their small cap value is VBR and their small cap growth ticker is VBK. And it's basically a similar scenario. The growth ETF is up 18% in this case versus 5.5% for value. And if you recall, I actually own the Vanguard small cap value fund and that's the ticker VBR in my own portfolio so i'm not doing too good there but never fear because you know what this means as a value investor. It means there's still time to buy the small cap value because it's still on sale. So you haven't missed out, unlike the growth, which seems to be kind of running away from some investors now. You still have time to get in on the value play here. And now the ways to play it, you could buy a small cap value ETF as I've discussed on prior shows and we're discussing right here. And that's a whole basket of stocks, obviously. And it's not a bad idea with small cap stocks because it does allow you to own a lot of the names and it gives you more diversity. Basically, it's really difficult to pick out just one or two small caps. And by small cap, I mean under a market cap of $1.5 billion. And to get it right, to, to score the big one that is, you know, going to be the next big Microsoft or something like that. I'm not saying it can't be done, but it's a lot more difficult. And it's also difficult to find information on a lot of these individual small caps Yes, they're public and they've, they're have they publicly traded. They release their earnings. They have conference calls, but they're very thinly followed by the analysts and by Wall Street. So a lot less information comes out. That being said, I know many of you like to take a chance on individual stocks because I do too. And it's fun to own some of these because again, you never know if you might find the next Microsoft or Amazon or, or a stock like that among them. So I took a look to see what small cap stocks are out there that are values that, um, you know, are still have good fundamentals and obviously are cheap. And I screened for Zach's one, two, or threes this time, because I thought if I only did ones or twos, because I initially screened for that, that it would be too narrow. And it was, I looked at it and I got like 11 stocks or something. And I was like, no. So I included those threes. And yeah, I want rising earnings estimates, but the three is just the hold. So it doesn't necessarily mean those estimates are on the decline at all. But cheapness was more of a more important factor for me this week than actually getting the ones or two ranks. So I went for more on the cheapness side. I also looked for PEs under fifteen, which is what I screen for value. That's pretty cheap given the valuations of this overall market. And I did look for pegs under one because why not have some growth with the value? Because that's what small caps are mainly all about—is finding some of that growth in there. So, what did I get when I screened for all these things? I got 40 stocks total. Oh, I also screened for under 1.5 billion market cap to keep it in the small cap range. And so 40 wasn't, that's not too bad, given that I threw that peg in there. So it's going to narrow it a bit. I got a lot of retailers. I got a gun manufacturer. And I do have to say about the gun makers, they appear to be cheap here. I'll probably have to do a whole show on them. I've always liked this sector, but right now those estimates are not looking good. They are being cut and um, even though they they have the ranks of one, twos, or threes right now, um, I just feel like those are value traps for this year and heading into 2018. So I'm staying away from those. There were some REITs in there, but there were enough interesting names to, for us to take a look at in those 40 total. So let's get right into a couple names here. So the first one is one I know I've talked about in the past, and it's Ultra Clean, UCTT. This is the um, supplier of systems for the semiconductors and flat panel industries. This has been real hot, obviously. Um, anything with the semis, earnings expected to be up almost 260% this year. Only up 7% in 2018 though, but that's because the analysts are being a little cautious on how long this semiconductor cycle will last. PE is 10.4, the PEG is 0.7. A lot of these semis are cheap. Because those earnings are rising, I don't consider them to be value traps here. They have an 815 million market cap. So this is one, again, on the semi side. We've talked about other actual semiconductor makers. That is cheap. A lot of these guys are cheap. So that's the first stock. The second stock is a retailer. Yes, I know you hate a lot of them, but some of them are looking kind of interesting here. And this is one I don't think I've talked about in the past Francesca's Holdings. Their ticker is F R A N. They have a P of just 9.4. So you got the cheapness there. Their peg is 0.5. They have a market cap, real small here, of 257 million. They are found in some malls, but they're also in more of the strip mall type of locations. And um, they've expanded into the urban areas. I know there's some in just some of the neighborhoods here in Chicago. They are expected to see a decline in earnings this year, though, of 31% because that's what's happening in retail, basically. It's not been a real good year, but they're expected to rebound 7% next year. So I'm watching this one. Um, I don't feel like it's a value trap right here. I don't think a lot of the retailers are value traps, actually, because I do think we're going to see a rebound in 2018. They are on the apparel side and accessories. This is women's. Um, and they, I have been growing their brick and mortar really aggressively. They have a lot of stores nationwide, but they've been working real hard on online shopping as well. So that's becoming a bigger part of their business now. They redesigned their website a year or two ago. So Francesca's, you know, they're not unaware of how the game has changed. So I keep my eye on this one, especially if we're seeing a rebound in apparel, which it looks like we are. So that's a retailer, but there were some other ones, but I'm not going to go into those today. But uh, yes, there were a lot of retail names on the screen. Uh, the third stock though is kind of one of the tech guys again, and they're Smart Global Holdings. SGH is their ticker. They only went IPO this year, but they've been in business for over 25 years. They are a um, involved in the specialty memory the storage areas and in for like networking, communications, in mobile, of course. On November 15th, they pre-announced stronger than expected upcoming earnings, and they said it was at the higher end of their prior guidance. Brazil was is a big part of their business, and that apparently is going better than expected. They're expected to grow earnings 67% this year and another 7% in 2018. But these guys just went IPO, like I said. So they only have a couple quarters under their belt. The stock is at new highs, but it's still cheap. PE of 97 peg of 0.7, they have 800 million market cap. So this is an interesting one that you might not have heard of because I never have. And it might be one you might want to take a look at. That ticker again is SGH. Now, remember, the small cap companies usually have thinner analyst coverage. There's not going to be usually 10 or 15 analysts covering one of the smaller cap stocks, although some of the tech stocks have a little bit better coverage than others. So with far fewer of them on each company, you have to kind of watch and see what's happening there a little more closely. Some Small caps may only have one analyst, one or two. So you're going to get fewer questions on the conference call, obviously, and um, just a little bit less information, I guess you could say, coming out about the companies and analysis by the analysts, obviously, if there's few, fewer of them covering them. But the small caps do present this intriguing opportunity, you know, heading into 2018, because I've been talking about them all year long. They were uh, had a nice rally at the end of 2016 off the basis of that election results and the bank stocks starting to move finally. And then they kind of went dead for almost nine months of this year. And um, we're actually in the red at one point. And now they're coming alive again here at the end of the year and they're gaining momentum. So if you're kind of a contrarian investor like me, It pays to have the small cap on your radar, and I know we've all been patient for a couple of years here, waiting for value in particular to finally make its move. It's not totally doing that yet, but I do think 2018 we may see definitely small caps starting to take uh, some command here but maybe and hopefully that small cap value component will finally revert to what it's done historically and start to assert itself. So again, like I've said, now is the time to take a look at the small caps. I own that small cap value fund, like I said, the Vanguard VBR in my own portfolio and I add to it every month. It's been easy now with it basically not doing much, but if you're into the... You know, kind of buy small amounts and holding scenario, then the small caps haven't been a bad place to be. And like I said, I am expecting a lot better things in 2018. So take a look at some of these small caps I just talked about. UCTT is ultra clean. Francesca's is Fran, F-R-A-N. And then you have Smart Global Holding, S-G-H. And then you can also buy a lot of the ETFs. And I've covered value ETFs on another episode of the podcast. But um, some of the ETFs are the Vanguard, Small Cap, VBR, VBR, and the iShares Russell small cap, which is IWN. So take a look at those and do check out that other episode I had on the value ETFs. I think it was on all the value, including you know the big caps and mids and smalls. Um, but you can find that on iTunes and you can also get it on SoundCloud. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. We now have our standalone show over there so you can just get the Value Investor podcast on iTunes. But if you want both the Value Investor and the Zacks Market Edge, be sure to subscribe to that on iTunes or SoundCloud um, under the Market Edge name. And so um, next week, I'll be back with some more value stocks.